It's Tuesday, December 1st, 2020, and you're listening to America's newest side dish to accompany your usual plate of conservative podcast. This is Steak for Breakfast. Smokey, this is not Nam. This is bowling. There are rules. Today, Junior! America! Steak. For breakfast! So stand by! All right, this episode is brought to you by StayReadyGear.com. If you're into concealed carry holsters, um, anything EDC, hit them up. Use the word steak at checkout for 5%. Um, a couple of us here have some holsters. We swear by them. Like we said last week, we're not going to ever endorse something we don't use. Uh, with that being said, we have another podcast uh, sponsor, manrubs.com. Sounds kind of weird, but hear me out. It's definitely not. They make barbecue rub. So if you're into barbecuing like you should be, yep. use the code STEAK15 at checkout on their website, and that'll get you 15% off anything. That's a lot of percent. That's a lot of percents. Um, they have great rubs. We're actually in the process, too. They wanted to be on the show, so we're going to kind of um, plan out a time for those two guys to come on and kind of share their story and their conservative background and how it is running a company. So show them support, uh, manrubs.com, and the code STAKE15 at checkout. Uh, with me today is Dakota, Roan, and Noah. Let's hit it. Let's hit it. All right. The Trump campaign legal battle rages on throughout the country. Uh, wrapped up in Pennsylvania last week. Um, new conservative hero, Doug Mastriano, Leading the charge in allegations of ballot tampering, mail-in fraud, cured ballots, poll workers completing ballots, ballots with two different inks on them, ballots with uh, just down-ballot voting for Joe Biden, pristine mail-in ballots, poll worker interference, 86 missing zip drives, inconsistent voter rolls, and widespread allegations of dead people voting. Dead Um, people voting. What do you guys think of that so far? Did you guys watch any of that testimony last week? Rudy was pretty passionate, and they had it in Gettysburg, symbolically. I know some people in the legacy media have been complaining that they haven't been able to get these hearings inside of state senate houses and stuff. It really doesn't matter. They're not, yeah. they're not in the litigation phase right now. They're before, you know, evidence, um, hard evidence is really being produced. They're just kind of producing affidavits and uh, introducing witnesses in regards to exposing the widespread massive inconsistencies and reports of voter fraud uh, throughout the states that we've been talking about over the last couple weeks. I think one of the hard things to believe is that we're still here in this. Like, we all left election night in good spirits. Very confident. Yeah. And then you wake up and you're like, um... Well, they didn't they say they were like, they're, oh, we're going to stop counting... Everyone's going to go to bed. We'll repick counting. And then you wake up before counting was supposed to even resume. And, and half the states were blue that, that were yeah. red. So for me, it's hard to believe. Like, there's excitement. And it's, I think, a good time to be a conservative. We talked about last week how there's still hope not to give up on that. One of the frustrating things is I don't, like, once Fox News kind of showed their true colors, which is really heartbreaking in kind of a weird way. Um, R.I.P. Yeah. yeah, I haven't turned the. I haven't watched the news, and I get Newsmax on my TV here, but I've been so like hurt by the media. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to watch the news right now, which is not a good time to tap out to watch news. Like, you got to. We still got to find our avenues to educate, and uh, especially when we're doing a podcast that educates people. But it's hard. Like, I turn on the news and I just get like 
depressed. Because I, I'm like, oh. I think right now it's a good time to be concerned. Like, because of how bad this election went, let's say Biden even wins, it's okay to be a Republican now. Like, because everyone's coming out as a conservative. Are you coming out? Out of the closet? Live on air as a I mean, I'm in my shorts right now, you know? But, uh... <laughs> I am a conservative, and I it's okay. I am a conservative, and I am proud. Short shorts. Yeah. <laughs> Six inches. So, some of the things that we've talked about over the last couple of weeks, more specifically, the uh, ballot dumps that happened in the middle of the night when counters stopped counting... Um, was brought to a little light in Pennsylvania this week and last week during those hearings in Gettysburg. Um, one specifically said probably the biggest bombshell of the whole day was when they were able to confirm that at some point between 1 in the morning and 5 a.m., 570,000 votes were, for Joe Biden were tallied at a point where only 3,200 for Donald Trump were tallied. Um that's a 99.4% discrepancy in the in the ballot ballot counting and it was confirmed by uh, some of the poll workers who had decided to come out there um, this was a gem that was also supported with a data analysis run on the numbers by retired colonel Phil Warden a former combat officer with a background in army information and electronic warfare uh, he testified for the Donald Trump legal team with Rudy Giuliani and Jenna Ellis were there, and um, he brought his considerable expertise and analysis of election fraud data based off of some of the uh, elections that he had been, I don't want to say involved with, but working during the time that he was employed by the uh, federal government and the military. He went on to say, at the very beginning of the chart, there's a circle that says on election day, which indicates there's a spike in loaded votes. 337,000 plus or minus some votes that were added there in one big batch. So that was an anomaly in the reporting. Normally you would expect to see a smooth curve going up, not any big spikes. That's what kind of, that's kind of what Greg, he's referring to one of the other experts, was talking about, the anomalies of loading and uploading votes. So that big spike occurs, there's a big prime indicator of fraudulent voting. <laughs> Giuliani interjected, and that's a total of 604,000 votes in 90 minutes, is that correct? Waldron, this is correct. 337,000 votes in that period of time. Jeez. Giuliani, and when you look at this entire curve, what all these spikes, can you calculate how much of that vote was accounted for Biden and how much was for Trump? Waldron, close to 600,000 votes. I think our figures were about 570-some-odd thousand that all those spikes represent over time. For Biden? Correct. And how much for Trump? Waldron said there was a little over 3,200. <laughs> <laughs> During the course of that, the entirety of that analysis, which just like you guys, the uh, the hotel that they were using broke out in half pearl clutching gaffs and the other half laughter. <laughs> so, what do you think about? You know, obviously we have fraud in swing states. Okay, were you surprised at the numbers in California this time around? California's still counting, and and there's been there's been calls by Lynn Wood and, and Sidney Powell. Sydney Powell. Sydney Powell. To uh, investigate California when this is all said and done because there Wouldn't are... Wouldn't that be hilarious if th California was what switched this and to put the nail in the coffin for I Biden? Think, I think California is crooked to the core. Yeah. Well, well, and when we saw the counties that night, I was like, whoa. Like, you know how many, like, Trump rallies consecutively throughout California? It was massive. 
It wasn't like Biden rallies everywhere and all this stuff. Like you saw people come out in numbers in California in support of a conservative presence that we've never seen before. Weren't there more votes for Trump in California than all the other counties or like all the other states combined or something like that? But we were still 20 million less than the Democratic vote. But even when you watch the the like electoral map of the counties, it was like obscenely blue. And I'm like, I, I, if you're gonna do fraud, like you might as well leave California alone, unless for some astronomical reason Republicans to. really won. That would be crazy. If yeah. you think about it, like if they did a legitimate investigation, and say, like, hey, by the way, you didn't win California. It was a landslide in California. That would be nuts. Well, there's definitely no voting, you know, QC control or anything like that. Yeah. yeah why isn't there one universal? Well, I It's, not, it's a federal election. Why is it... Why is it not... Um, controlled by the feds not and the not the states it should be one universal thing i mean well then it's I, hard because i then get you have they combine like local the, elections the and local elections like and thing in there but i know they leave it down to the states but like you're saying there's no quality control everyone well when you voted four years ago did anybody check your id they didn't they checked it this year but yeah, well, all they did I, was scan it they asked me to put it away and they didn't offer me a uh, <laughs> they didn't offer me a local ballot i had to ask for it they asked they, you to put your idea away or something else I presented my, my government-issued ID, and they said they didn't need to see it. And then I The one that said federal limits apply that you're not supposed to be able to vote with? Right, exactly. How dare you, mm. you discriminatory... Why does that, and then that sound familiar? I, I, actually, I took my federal ballot and walked away before I pivoted and went back and said, don't you have a local election ballot for me? And she asked me where I lived, and I said, down the street, and she handed me one for... You should have said, at your mom's house. Were you wearing exactly. a specific T-shirt or something at the time? No. That negative given away. I wasn't or... wearing a red hat. <laughs> I went in just as citizen. Oh, by the way, to any of our listeners, if you want to sign a Trump hat, I have one of my gun safe. Why wouldn't you offer it to one of us before yeah. you offer it to one of our listeners? Well, how about we? How about we give it away at like one thousand downloads or something? There you go. Seems like a low number. Yeah, I feel like that would. I mean, I think it could be worth. Okay, like, that one's like ten thousand. But why don't we have a giveaway like a thousand downloads? Let's see how this election plays out. Like a bundle of <laughs> see if we're still gainfully <laughs> employed. Yeah, you might, you might have to do eBay instead. Yeah, okay. yeah. I might have to sell it at the swap meet or something. I mean, if this show really takes off, we could eventually do the. We could raffle it off or something. We, That'd be we, awesome. We could do like the one fourth of the year, men of steak for breakfast podcast calendar. Oh, so oh man, four of us here and sometimes five. We've been drinking oh. a lot of beer. I think we might need to. <laughs> Have some Photoshop skills. Some of us get two pages. So California, there's actually legitimate talk that we might have taken that. That I mean, I don't see us actually winning that, but I was just surprised at the counties that it wasn't as, I mean, there wasn't blotches of red as as much as I thought I would. Zero percent chance that we're taking California. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, the way I look at it is there's there's so many, you know, solo, solo people that are just hell bent on doing anything they can to squash you know a legitimate vote so i think that's actually the issue that they've had with this whole thing is that there was too many people just going buck wild on mm. on the uh fraudulent voting and it just made it just look unreasonable well it also yeah. gives uh credit to the to the accusations that there's been that so many people actually came out and voted that they fucked up the algorithms yeah. for joe biden and the ballot dumps that they had to stop in certain places and 
you know. So that, that, that would that, make sense to me. Is that why you think there was counting that stopped on election night? Well, yeah, they had to stop because and the be like, algorithm okay, was this isn't working. We need to we need to go to Plan B, and they they had, they had a Plan B. Plan B was the the paper ballots in a warehouse somewhere. Spoiler alert: We have hard evidence and witness testimony of that at the end of our show today. Oh. You're gonna actually have to listen to the end though to get it though. I love the way you said that. Mm, such a tease. Hard evidence. Hard evidence. Um, Doug Mastriano getting back to Pennsylvania. He's one of these. Uh, Representatives that have really picked up the sword for the Trump campaign. He's, you see, we're in a time right now to where I see it as weird. There's the election is up in the air, nothing's been certified. We've already Candace Owen has won a legal battle that said uh, last week she was censored on social media for saying that there's no such thing as the office of president elect. That's Period. That's a fact. She was censored, and instead of just going on the legacy media talk shows and crying about it like most of the other people do when they get censored. Um, she sued whichever social media site, I think it was Facebook and Twitter. Um, well, for Facebook censorship. Corp, because it probably happened on Instagram, too. Right. Long story short, they threatened, uh, or they censored her, and she threatened them with uh, legal action, and she wound up winning. And whatever social media sites had censored her, reinstated her post, and then put out an apology and did not fact but, check her. But the damage is done, and even if there's monetary damages to them, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter because if Biden gets elected... It's going to be censorship on a level we've never seen before, honestly. Yeah. It's going to be mega corpse so, now. Right. But anyways, Doug Mastriano uh, went out and, and had some very passionate pleas to the people that are listening in regards to and and we've talked about this from from the show after the election Pennsylvania is the state that the dominoes will fall if legally um, we get Pennsylvania to go our way and uh, here's Mastriano opening up those hearings in Pennsylvania or uh, late last week welcome everybody to this most most historic occasion and this most historic town and what happened here in 1863 i think today we're going to see a turning of the tide because we have not really heard the truth of the arguments made on the other side on what happened and when we're dealing with a government and leadership in harrisburg that wants to close their ears to what's happened during this election and sadly many in the media that are complicit and want to write off what happened so for me, on this battlefield and remembering what happened 157 years ago, especially 157 years ago last week, where Abraham Lincoln gave his most famous address, and I think his final sentence captures why we're here today. He said that this nation, under God, shall have a new birth of freedom, and that government of the people, by the people, for the people, shall not perish from the earth. And everything is at stake in what happened during this election cycle everything the republic is at stake this is no game for us and he would go on and really did a good job of of supporting i wouldn't say the trump legal team but in exposing what's really going on out there i mean for weeks now the mainstream media has tried to condition their audience to say that there was no voter irregularities there was no widespread voter fraud and every single day on whatever news networks will carry it, it's getting down to Newsmax and One America right now. 
that will actually live stream these things. Yeah. In addition to some of the social media sites, they're saying that the evidence of voter irregularities and voter fraud aren't good enough or big enough to overturn the general election. Combined with the fact uh, on some of the points that we've talked about over the last few weeks is that even if you were able to be uh, successful in, in proving that there was evidence of voter irregularities and voter fraud, it would take a judge, at least on the state level like we have not seen yet, that will actually disenfranchise possibly hundreds of thousands of voters. And that's because not only would they be docs and their whole family's lives would be ruined, they would probably burn his house down to the ground. Yep. Yeah. Well, and not only that. <clears throat> in addition to other things that yeah. are horrible. Social suicide. Yeah. But. I mean, By the people that care about everyone and want to be equal and Yeah, just. ones that are calling for unity now. But yeah. the, the silly part is the left and the people that think Biden truly won fair and square, even if legitimate fraud comes out i mean there was evidence the night of the election with people filling stupid stuff in and you know just the little things like that or going to polling centers and saying that you know that they were coming out of polling centers and talking to the media saying i went to vote in person and they told me i've already yeah i've already voted by mail so i was only allowed to vote provisionally Mm -hmm. and that's legitimate fraud that happened the left still doesn't want to hear it so even if this is broadcasted on every platform in the world the left and the citizens that support Biden are still going to turn their bind. Oh no, he won. It's it. It's over. He won. Concede he won. And it's like, there's legitimate evidence of fraud. It's being literally presented, you know, in mass and it's going to be presented from the Supreme court. Like we're going to get our day in the sun to show that this is fraud. And even if that happens and Trump takes office for four years, there's going to be half this country who's pissed off and upset. The best part is when they called for unity weeks ago, and they're going to reverse that because they're going to be so upset. Like, Well, now they're saying, sh- shut up. Shut yeah. up and be united. Oh, my God. Instead of just calling for unity. Unite with this 556, five, okay? Yeah, exactly. Shouldn't have said that. But whatever. No, if you come <laughs> in my house. Nobody said your last name on the air, yeah. so it doesn't matter. <laughs> like, we haven't said your last name a million times. Can we get a highlight reel of all the times that we said his last name? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> We do need some bloopers. You know, eventually when we do get a studio and we're not, we're not in a backyard. Yeah, we will. Uh, well, maybe we'll put up a, a, a webcam. Oh well, yeah. I don't know. I mean, we, I we have could, like two, so we could blur out our faces. We could wear NPR turtlenecks. We could just wear like ZZ Top beards. Or, ironically, buy Biden T-shirts. <sighs> yeah, I'm not buying that. Then no one either. would recognize us. Yeah. I've never even seen a Biden T-shirt. Me either. I had surprisingly, a, yeah. I had a Hillary for prison t-shirt like a long time ago and it looked like a legitimate like Hillary shirt <laughs> but then it said for prison and I wore it uh, somewhere and to I was just, no I wore it <laughs> I wore it somewhere where I was going to training and uh, people looked at me in the chow hall and I was just like uh, read the bottom like I was getting dirty for looks. prison I was, I was like oh okay so anyways wrapping up Pennsylvania they ended with showing a lot of good evidence in regards to voter inconsistencies, the ballot dumps, numbers that are pretty much unexplainable. Uh, Doug Pastrano, who opened the hearing with a passionate, you know, uh, Bible-themed intro, uh, and talking about the historical historical significance of, of doing the uh, hearings in Gettysburg instead of in the Pennsylvania State Senate, uh, closed passionately as well. Here's him. Right now, basically putting it on everybody in clip two. 
This is happening here, and we're not going to let it stand. I don't know why it's so hard. You know, I know, I know it's, it's, it's hard because this has been going on here for a lot longer than we imagine. But in Galatians 6, 9, we're told by St. Paul, grow not weary doing good because in due time you'll reap your harvest. We're going to reap our harvest. The time for dithering, what? the time for dithering and deliberation is over. It's time for decisive action. We have to protect our commonwealth and our nation. The eyes of the world are upon us. And let's turn the commonwealth of Pennsylvania from a laughing stock to the pride of the world once again, as we've always had been and need to be again. Amen to that. This is our day. This is our hour. This is our time. So yes, Mr. Franklin, a republic, if you can keep it, we're going to keep it. Can you keep it? Can you? Will you? We're going to keep the republic. Thank you, and God bless you all. What do you guys think of that? Can I you think, dig it? I think the important thing there is we are a republic. It's not a democracy in the United States like everyone thinks it is. By the way our system is set up, it is a republic. I think... Uh what? It's hard because, you know, in, in essence, in, when you think about it, life's going to go on either way. For us. It absolutely for, will fucking not. But what I'm saying is it's going to be such a polar opposite way of life, you know? And if you think about it, like, if these guys win, right? I was setting myself up to be so sad and depressed <laughs> in 2024. <laughs> like, I'm not ready for it in 2020. 2020's already been shitty enough. Can, can I ask you, how were you... <laughs> The two days after the election, how was I? I was working, getting ready to. to but how were you executively produce this show? If, if I worked by you at work, were you in the mood or not in the mood? I mean, everybody says I always look grouchy. And angry Besides anyways. for the art, yeah, I'd I like to take too. a quote. And he up, goes, and "I'm just so fucking sad." Yeah, I'm yeah. not even watching TV anymore. I'm not gonna lie. I think a big part of this is to blame for Raiden because he showed up in his loot outfit. Yeah, <laughs> <And> he, <laughs> the, within the first five minutes, he goes, "I don't know, boys. It's he gonna be close." And I was like, "Damn he it, said dude!" Live on air, not even in a recording. And live then he on slept air. through half the podcast. And he, he, he's, <laughs> he was, going, he's going through a lot of stuff right now. But he was just like, "I don't know, boys. It's gonna be close." And I was like, "What are you? Which? What are you talking about?" Do people yeah. assume he's a liberal? He's not really a liberal. He's a fiscal conservative. He's more of a money guy than he is a politics guy. But he he's understands. He's really smart. Yeah, he understands what Trump did for the economy, and he he appreciates that in his wallet. But at the same time, he understands that um, a lot of things are going to change if, in fact, the current election results stay. So it's going to be bad. Yeah, I don't want to say that he's missed our last three shows because he's depressed, but we'll, well, just, we'll attribute it to that. to that. Yeah. Here's my big thing about the economy. I I was reading an article about why someone would vote for Trump and they went out to this guy TSP like that's one fucking reason 26 25 <laughs> and they said why why did you and your family vote for Trump he goes well we live in a small city in this shitty ass midwest town where when Obama was president and he got rid of all the fracking or said he was going to everyone lost their jobs the businesses were run down and Trump went out there and campaigned and said they were going to bring the jobs back yeah. and whether or not they did he said his family believed in that and they watched like a single single father or where the mom didn't work so like single working family raise three kids buy them cars and then them go out and do dog shit with their lives and then vote for a president <laughs> who like wants to get rid of their retirement it's like a lot of the african-american uh people who were running for office this year tried to 
debunk the whole just because you're of a, su- a certain demographic of people in the United States, you shouldn't be historically tied to vote for a certain candidate. Which Dude, is such name? a racist concept to be like, you're black, you're supposed to be Democrat, Democrat. you're how, Hispanic. How was that to like, not bigger? How was that not bigger when he said, if you oh ain't black, God. you ain't yeah. black? Because this is what liberal people you, do, you and you can't back. say you can't see it, but I'm rolling my eyes, and they go, hey, remember when Joe Biden said he didn't want his kids going to a racial jungle? They would go, oh, well, you know, it's like out of context. And it's like, no, that's in context. Let's, like the stuff he says, there's so much racial tension in it. Let's let's go out and say Trump's racist. Biden is just as much racist. How dare you? How dare you? As Trump, regardless. Yeah. They're both super wealthy, at the top of the world. They can be racist if they want to be, but people draw a blind eye to Biden's race because he's allegedly on the black people's side and Trump isn't. Even though unemployment for black people. It's been lowest, at its lowest. Yeah. I think his political career kind of goes against uh, being on the side of black people. Slightly. As well as Camille Harris. Are you spewing facts on this show? No, oh, I don't. I would never. put the most black people in prison when she was, what was it, AG? In, or not AG, district but attorney, uh, right? district attorney in California, San Francisco. Well, you mentioned the, the, the people that did dog shit with their lives voting for the this candidate. Like, well, he's done dog shit with his political career, too, so. They he want, also, he they also want, twisted his ankle playing with his dog. They want free education That's the excuse. so that they can go to school for six to eight years. He probably had a brain hemorrhage. And a, like, it's an ankle They had twist. a life alert him. <laughs> How many of you guys went to college here? I did. Fallen, I, I certainly did. I've fallen, and you're not black. When I was in college, I went to a Republican school. It's so and much I was, easier to make that joke when Raiden's here. I was still liberal. <laughs> you went to a Republican school? Yeah, I went to a, a Baptist school where, like, you couldn't be gay or lesbian. You couldn't believe in, like, abortion and stuff and we made mas- national news twice for kicking out a gay kid and a lesbian couple that's wow. terrible <laughs> were they being all weird or what well they would like come out on their f- well the lesbian couple got caught in their dorm room because they were making too much noise oh. and then the gay kid like made a post on his facebook coming out of the closet yeah we need mr garrison scissor button now <laughs> that's such a great scene um can you fly this Black of putting chemicals in the water that turn the friggin' frogs gay. Or Alex Jones for the win. Yeah. It's the tap water. Mm-hmm. So it's getting everybody. But these, like my friend, he went to school for six years on his dad's dime. Damn. And got a. If my son was in his six A degree college, that he's not even using now. Are you talking about communications or. Uh, Geology. Art. Oh, even better. Geology. Geology. Where was he today when I was finding all these damn bones in my backyard? <laughs> We went on a hike together. Not, this is my best friend. I, I still love this guy to death. And he like licked his finger, licked a rock, and then like tasted it. And he's like, yeah, this is definitely this kind of rock. I go, who gives a fuck? And you like, didn't immediately <laughs> punch him in the face? <laughs> you didn't push him off that rock? Uh, is it a blind taste test? But my point is, is like, rock they want sure. free education in for college. That. For the people that, like us, who pay a fuck ton in taxes. I certainly did. A lot. Like, I made an extra... $2,000 in overtime money and I only saw 200 mm-hmm. extra dollars on my regular paycheck. Must be nice. Only 200 extra dollars. <clears throat> and you want to tax me more for free education? Fuck you and your free ideas. There you go. It's not free. How dare you. Everyone deserves free college. Absolutely. <laughs> Library cards are free. Go study on your fucking I told, I was getting an argument with someone the other day and we'll get back to topic after this but they're like, don't you think free college is good for everyone? And I was like, no. You know why? Because I went to a free high school, and 90% of those people didn't give a damn, and they still skipped class. You're going to open up 
what, 13th grade for these dipshits, and they're all going to do the same thing. What are you studying? I don't know. Hey, can I borrow a pencil? No. Did you bring a binder? I need a piece of paper. It's like, I did that for four years in high school. I don't want to do that. That's going to be how community college is if it's free. Well, they want people to go to college so they can have more people getting brainwashed by the... the also, yeah. Community college is already free. You fill out FAFSA, and they give you more money than the community college costs. True story. Everybody buys their plasma TVs with that. Our plasma TVs. So. Yeah, my friend bought his car with <laughs> that's, his FAFSA money. That's so true. FAFSA money went straight to, like, PlayStation and TVs. Damn, mine went straight into the college's bank account. I didn't get any of that. Yeah, go. but if you don't plan on actually going to college and you just... Yeah, do Mesa for 12 years of your life. I digress. Anyways. So for the last two days, the Trump legal team, you know what? I'm going to pivot. I don't listen to Joe Rogan, but the show is slowly sliding into a Joe Rogan-esque corner right now. And I'm going to, I'm going to pull us, I'm going to pull us out and bring us back to what the, what the topic is. Have you ever tried DMT? Have you ever tried CBD oils? I haven't. Joe Rogan has. And he hocks him on his show. I mean, the only time I ever listen to that show is when it's worth listening to, and that's when Alex Jones is on. Because they're always five hours long, and by hour three, his shirt is off. And there's, there's Choke a, me out. Yeah. Choke me, Eddie Bravo. <laughs> and that's, 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 I mean, I just can't. Choke I, me I, I like Joe Rogan. I, I believe him because I think he tells the truth. Um, most of the reason for that is because he's a complete moron, and, and the only words that come out of his mouth are things that he literally believes. So, but when he has a good host like Alex Jones, I'll be sure to listen. Any other time besides that, not really interested in it. That depends who's on. He yeah. had the CEO from Whole Foods on the other day. Boring. It's actually really good because that guy's a gnarly, like capitalistic. But, no, thing. listen, honestly, nobody about listening to this show. All dozens of them <laughs> don't give a fuck about <laughs> Whole Foods. But the so. Whole Foods CEO is says, you know, raising like trickle up economy doesn't work and it's fucking retarded. You know what else doesn't work? The current numbers in the 2020 election. Mm. You know so, what like also, also doesn't work is a mask to combat COVID. Oh, there you go. We're not talking about COVID today. I fucking swear to God. We just got through the Thanksgiving hoax what giving. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll give We're the like numbers. We're like six mayors and governors. There is one thing I just want to throw in there. I will give the numbers audibly because we don't have cameras in this studio. Raise your hand if you attended a super spreader event for Thanksgiving. I hosted one the, like the day after yeah, Thanksgiving. I had like nine people over in my house. Mine by default wasn't. Because we had a tamale party here people. on Saturday. Well, here's there the was thing. like 90 people here. We're at three out of four hosts right now. However, you did attend one at work, which yep. I would consider a super spreader event. Our work is a yeah. super spreader event. Yeah. So four out of four people, <laughs> you're welcome, America, and everybody listening internationally. The only one thing I want to point out for COVID, which is ridiculous. You see the guy today in, talking about LA County that... He got approval to shut off like gas and electric oh, and water. You know what? I, I said we weren't going to talk about COVID. Now I'm going to talk about COVID. <laughs> Piece of shit asshole. Told you, motherfucker. Doctor Fauci came out over the weekend and said schools are probably the safest place for children right now during the pandemic, and schools should reopen. To which point, Rand Paul got out on a Twitter, based as fuck, and told him, "You know what? You owe every mother and father who are either not working because you sent their who fucking are kids pulling home, their hair out, right, or, trying or, to teach them, or have to pay for childcare during the day so some asshole could watch their kids watch a TV screen of school <laughs> and apology." So thank you. Speaking Rand, of which, I'll watch your kids. Yeah, thank you for Rand Paul. Uh, being, or you can apologize to the kids when they grow up developmentally disabled and they've been abused and fucking... I've been saying it on the show for months now. I see my kids getting more and more retarded every day. <laughs> Your kids like do online school, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, Which, I mean, these teachers aren't putting effort into that. 
No. I, well, how? Well, how know, can you? It's so much harder. When we do our harder. online training, we're watching Netflix, so it's kind of the same. I'm playing video games. Yeah, I'm usually cool. sleeping, yeah. to be honest. Not gonna lie, I slept through mine actually. The first one, I definitely. You and I both slept too. Remember, we yeah. ordered pizza at two o'clock in the did morning. You ever, did you ever wake up and be like, oh? And just look at the chat and be like, oh, I, I'm here. I Sorry, I forgot to check in. Well, my wife came downstairs at like 2 o'clock in the morning and asked me if I was done with it, to which point I saw that the program had self-locked me out. <laughs> 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 at which point I did not lie and said yes. Yes, it is done. So, I, our first one, I remember waking up and everyone was logged out and it just had my name. <laughs> like still, wiping the drool <laughs> off of me. I'm still here, guys. Oh boy. All right. Over the last two days in Arizona, uh, the Trump legal team has been there um, holding similar hearings at a hotel in regards to uh, ones like they had held in Pennsylvania the week before. Uh, Rudy and Jenna were there, and uh, Rudy's opening statement basically uh, says where we're at right now in regards to this whole thing. Is that God? Close, it's America's mayor. Some of you are old enough, and some of you are not old enough to remember the McCarthy era. Well, this I call this the McCarthy era on steroids. People being actually fired from their jobs. We had a lawyer who was handling one of our major cases. His very distinguished law firm, I can't reveal much of a law firm, said that he couldn't remain with his law firm. If he represented the president of the United States. There you go. Those are part of Rudy's opening comments talking about how people have been affected by coming forward as whistleblowers. Not like that douchebag guy from the Air Force who came forward during the Ukraine impeachment hearings. I can't remember his name. The guy with the glasses. Very punchable face. You know who said he heard Donald Trump talk, saying very bad things across the room about his Ukraine phone call. Oh, I blew the whistle. Yeah, I, I do kind of remember that. So, so many punchable faces. Th- there are a lot of punchable faces in government. Um, I think the fact of the matter in Arizona is we have had a lot of big developments there. Uh, in regards to the things that are normally going on that we've uh, broadcast on this show for the last couple of weeks, they've had uh, voter inconsistencies with the Sharpies. Uh, handing them out to people in line to fill in their ballots that couldn't be scanned by the machines. We've had uh, accusations of mail-in voter fraud. The rolls are inconsistent in Arizona because there are a lot of people who own second homes there, therefore vote in both places, uh, and so on and so forth. Uh, Matt Brainerd brought up uh, a good point the other day. He, he actually had some information in regards to one of those call centers who were calling people to ask them if they had received or requested mail-in ballots, to which a lot of the people had said no, by checking off those names on the list of people who said no that would give the people who were calling them an additional ballot to fill out on behalf no. of those people. Hmm. Yeah, and that's something that Matt Brainerd's one of those, he's along the same lines as, as Project Veritas, but I'm going to take a Rudy quote, and it's like Project Veritas on steroids. Like, he actually fucking gets shit done. He doesn't just yeah, he, lead he, you on and, and pretend he, He's like been one of the guys that's been doxing the shit out of all of these scammers uh, for the last couple weeks. And, uh, you know, he's been doing a real good job of it. We have some... Uh, an expert witness in regards to Dominion voting. 
and we all know who's tackling Dominion voting right now. It's Lynn Woods on one side, but on the other side of those lawsuits, it's Sydney Powell. Sydney Powell. Sydney Powell. Sydney Powell. Everyone's favorite grandma. She is the best. Um, her accent, dude. She should get a like a audio or what is it audible? You know she my get gr- audible contract. My grandma used to have one of those voices that where she's like talking directly to you, and you know it's faith based verbalage, but at like the same time, it's got like that little. Like twang. her voice, well, she's got a southern twang, but her voice like it shakes. She has like a tremor to her yeah. voice. Yeah, you know, it sounds like someone's like shaking her head while she's talking, <laughs> like she's cold or something. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, like everybody's grandma is super nice when they're like talking like that. You know, I'll oh, have some pecan pie, but it, yeah. but it gets to the point to where like when they tell you, you go talk. get the wooden spoon. I'm exactly. Gonna... <laughs> you know what? Get the wooden spoon and spank yourself. Yeah, that's that's part of the good stuff. So with my hand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Colonel Waldron, who was who was uh, representing, was a witness representative for the Trump legal team in Pennsylvania, accompanied them to Arizona, where he, <laughs> bless you, salute, um, brought up the Dominion whole thing with the internet, the USB cards, being safe and secure, the large payments that the politicians received to use Dominion, blah, 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 that's going to be Georgian, we'll get to that later. Um, let's check out some of the audio, it's going to be... Clip three, and it's on the uh, use of Dominion voting machines and outputs that could be manipulated during the 2020 elections. The, uh, the voting record is able to be modified, deleted, adjusted by administrators or outside threats. And those, those are also explained in the, in the user's manual. Operators can assign votes for write-in votes. Blank error ballots. Imagine that. Large numbers. So all of these votes that could get put into a batch file, and then the administrator of that voting or tabulation system could say, okay, there's there's 8,000 votes in this batch file, or there's 5,000 votes in this batch file. And they can say, well, I think, you know, this batch will just make this go to this candidate. And then they, the, um, so there you go. There's, there's some of his opening statements in regards to that. Um, he talked about all of the, the people that are looking into the Dominion software now, whether it be intelligence agencies, the FBI, the DOJ. Believe me, they're doing fucking absolutely minimal work in regards to that. It, it just sucks that we've gotten to a point right now to where this is an issue. Everybody knows it's an issue. I mean, there's already been recorded cases like those 6,000 votes. I believe it was in Michigan or Wisconsin that were flipped from one party to the other. It, it gave them a local a house seat and Donald Trump more votes. Into, into Dominion and stuff along that nature, but you know the, these people are they're under the radar right now, and uh, this guy was really um, bringing this stuff to light. Here's clip four. Our team is not the only team that's working on this. There are literally hundreds of other small cyber teams that have. Our team is not the only team that's working on this. There are literally hundreds of other small. So what was up with the audio there? It sounded kind of shitty. Well, it's, it's funny that you say that, Noah, because, you know, like I had mentioned before, these things are being held in hotel banquet rooms. And the reason that is is because I think Pennsylvania was more symbolic having it in Gettysburg. That was completely fine. Yep. Mm-hmm. But in the rest of the places, a lot of these state senates and houses of representatives in the, the states that we're working on right now and the Trump legal team's working on right now, they're getting ready to go out of session if they haven't already already. So you're going to get a lot of background noise. It sounded like where the webcam 
that that uh, audio was taken from, there was somebody literally sitting there talking on her cell phone while he was testifying, which was in turn probably 100 feet away but, for yeah. the visual, but for the listener, she was probably sitting right next to the microphone, which I hope at some point somebody either pulled her by the hair and punched her in the face and told her to be quiet. <clears throat> I think punching her in the throat would probably so, be more effective. Or just, like, throw the phone. Yeah. Take the phone, throw it. So well, who, it's, yeah, it's, it's like rude. who answers a phone in the middle of like one of the biggest moments of his like a press conference in the middle of the biggest debate oh, slash same, like investigation in history. Speaking of powerful moments and one that even now fully pardoned former General Michael Flynn commented on today. Yes. There was a part of that conference in Arizona this afternoon where the state representatives and they were Goser and Biggs uh, who were chairing it. And Mark Fincham, who are all great patriots and trying to get this president over the finish line, asked the question that anyone who's willing to put pressure against there being widespread irregularities and voter fraud want to know. Are you willing to testify under oath if that's true? Let's hear what he said. He stated the um, most secure election in history. He stated uh, we're not connected to the internet. He stated no votes leave this news. country. This is all things he's stated. He's stated publicly. So <laughs> you, this is a website, correct? Right. So are you willing to say under oath that you have seen the connection to the internet? You have seen it go offshore to Germany, frankly. Do it. Are these things that you have personally you seen and news. can say that is not true? Our, our white hat hackers, yes, they have okay. that traffic in the packets. So, why would he? Why would he make that kind of comment? Do you think? Either not knowing, believing the myth, um, or not wanting <laughs> the truth to to be known. There you go. Thank you, Senator Morelli. And, and I mean. You can't be any more clear than that. These people are getting pushed back to the point to where they said, would you be willing to testify under oath with the threat of perjury that you saw this, you witnessed it, you observed it, or you received firsthand testimony that it occurred? To which point he said yes, and they said, well, why would you think they would say that? It's because they either said they didn't want to get caught or they were just completely retarded. And I'm pretty much thinking it's because they didn't want to get caught. So, you know, Arizona has been kind of a shit show. It's a state that Republicans haven't really had to worry about. I mean, I think the legacy media in turn has turned it into a what they call a swing state or a battleground state now simply for the fact that if they say it, people believe it. I don't still think it is. And I think at the end of the day, we're going to find out it's not. Um, Yeah. And here's one of the things that concerns me is like, okay. Regardless of the outcome, whether Biden, they pull this off, which is not, I don't, I believe it's not going to happen, right? Or whether Trump wins, regardless, there's people that need to go to prison for this. Well, the, they're going to have, so the, the last clip talking about having the packets, that's actually a very specific traceable thing. Yeah. So with the internet protocol... The packets all have three basic elements. There's a source, destination, and data. Okay. So the data payload includes its length. So these elements provide the packet a level of autonomy. No matter where a packet is, you can identify where it came from, where Hmm. it's going, and how big it is. So that's all just data that... 
literally yeah. says like this started at point A, it ended up in point B. If they have the packets, they have the entire story. Huh. And that's my point is like, I don't just want to see Trump be an officer for four years. Uh, I think I absolutely to, fucking do. But that's what I'm saying is I don't want to stop there. There's people that need to be put, that need to be locked up for this. There's need to be people that cannot be in office for the rest of their life because of the fraud. And we need to not only prove that there's fraud, but get to the bottom of who's behind it, who it was funded by, and why they, not why they did it, because we know why they did it. And who's going to Gitmo. Exactly. And who's going to Gitmo. In addition, did exactly. anybody, did anybody see that the DOJ this week revived in states that have the death sentence? They expanded their ways of death sentences. Oh, the firing squad came back, right? Gassings and firing squads. Oh. Who the fuck doesn't love <laughs> yes. those? Yeah, exactly. Watching Donnie beat Nazis to death as close as we ever get to going to movies. You know who I bet loves? We're making a comeback. You know who I bet loves firing squads? She's our only lawyer in this fight that is a military tribunal lawyer. Sydney Powell. What hasn't she done? Yet. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So to wrap up the Arizona hearings today, and before Wait, we move on to another state, would the firing squads be pay-per-view? Hopefully, dude, I would pay fifty nine ninety nine. You could, not, I was gonna clearly say. that's way too low. You to, could undo the entire deficit. Would you be able to make donations above what the pay-per-view actually oh, yeah. costs? I would hope so. I would pay probably like at least two hundred bucks at this point. Yep. Ah. Yep. Just, and we could have a super spreader event to watch it. Oh, I would do. I got the. There's I mean, no such thing. Come on, man. Let's, <laughs> So, super spreader. We've gone through a couple states in our opening statement yet, and we haven't talked about the one thing that everybody who hopefully listens to this show needs. America's favorite president. He has been absent from the headlines lately. He did do a minor segment with Maria Bartiromo on Fox Business over the weekend where he stated that, well, he basically implemented the FBI and, and DOJ in being either complicit in this whole thing or... Like I always say, completely retarded and not doing anything. I'm going to say probably the first thing. Well, they're, they're completely for sure. Im- implicated because they've, I mean, you, he pissed off the, the intelligence right. of our country. And From day one. Not on his side. From sure. day one, those, they were button heads. Yeah. So to think that they're going to help is like. But, I mean, at towards the end of this testimony today, he did call in. And although the audio is a little long. I'm going to play a brief excerpt from it, because if we don't hear from the president on this show, then it's really not. What is it? The People's Podcast? Is that what we're calling ourselves these days? I like that. Yeah, Mm. me too. So here you go. Donald Trump calling in Arizona elections. All right. So, Mr. President, your line is now connected. Well, thank you very much. I've been watching the hearings, and they're fascinating, uh, incredible, and I want to just thank all of you. That's not us, other than the people in the hearings. Doing this very brave thing, and I know... Some get heat, but I will tell you, many more get praise from the American public. We got 74 million votes, 11 more, 11 million more votes than we had in 2016. And counting. We were looking to get about 68 million votes, and we said that would easily win when we got 74 million votes, and getting above that number even could hit 75. But uh, we got 74 million, and we didn't win. But I know that we won Arizona, and we won Michigan, and we won Georgia. Well, it sounds like we you won, won then. Pennsylvania, and we won Wisconsin. Sounds like you won by a landslide. What they did is they played games. I think that was an air like quotes on the we didn't nobody's win. Nobody's ever seen before. This is the first time Republicans or first time anyone has fought back 
So, so there you go. The president called in to the to the Arizona hearings today on the on the election stuff, and and really gave uh, his insight into what he thinks is going on. And every day that passes right now, and more and more of these hearings happen, more and more witnesses come out. You're starting to get expert witnesses now in regards to government officials, people who work for the U.S. Postal Service, and retired military personnel who have expertise in intelligence. You got to remember, the, a lot of these guys who go on these legacy media talk shows and talk about things that are going on in the government now, they, for the most part, in retirement, still have some sort of security clearance. They have high-level contracting. They're connected in some way. Yeah, and, and they have insider sources. Now, nobody on this show hates anonymous sources more than I do because every time an anonymous source says something, it's usually negative about Donald Trump, and at the end of the day, not true. It's a convenient drive-by headline, thorn in the side, to yeah. at a last-minute, last-ditch effort. But th- these things are just, you know, starting to pile up now, and it's getting to the point to where it's getting so much mainstream suppression that at some point there's going to be a break. Yeah, because I think up to this point, all of the Trump supporters have been peaceful yeah uh some polls came out from rasmussen this week that said now 20 percent of all um polled democrats that's across the board for rasmussen believe that in some way shape or form fraud led to the election of joe biden well yeah they because you can't keep like everybody was just on board with the everything's fine this is the most secure election in our nation's history yada 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 insert internet fucking tagline media Venezuela bullshit yeah but the more this stuff comes and the more that the media backpedals slightly and and they're backpedaling very you know oh we're gonna talk about it's more than slightly it's like Deion Sanders but the people are actually the people are actually able to see that it's happening now so the people that are like oh shit I guess CNN lied to me well what a better way now or or are they telling the truth? We'll get to that in a minute. CNN telling the truth? Oh, right? actually, yeah. Probably not. But what a better way for this to happen when a lot of people are not working. Yeah. So what do, like, okay, let's say you're you're not working for a week, right? What's the first thing you do when you get up? Go on uh, the internet. What I do is make a cup of coffee, turn on the TV, watch the news. If I'm not doing anything and I'm up before my kids, I hit the coffee pot. There's a lot of guys doing that. Yeah. And so they're, a lot of people regurgitating this. It's I don't most, have cable, so I have to use the internet. How dare you? Um, I have cable because I have kids. True story. But. Disney XD. Yeah. There's some good shows on there that I enjoy too. But what I'm saying is that there's Star a lot Wars of people. <laughs> there's a lot of people that. There's probably a bigger amount consuming some sort of news, whether it's from the internet, from streaming, because a lot of people aren't doing anything. Well, right and now. people aren't able to sit in their echo chamber like they were before like where you can have your followers on instagram who are all saying the same thing and you're you're only hearing what you want to hear no now if if you have all of your followers saying the same thing you get your fucking instagram page shut down yeah but but now (laughs) all this stuff is actually leaking into the mainstream media whether they like it or not they can't suppress it anymore so people are like okay well that's weird so maybe i'm gonna go look here at this person, quote unquote, Instagram handle that that said something. Yeah, it's just people are being more informed. 
Yeah. In, in, in addition to those 19.7% of all registered Democrats Rasmussen polled over the weekend, and that's the Thursday through Monday polls, 47% of all voters now think that at some point during the 2020 election, elements of fraud led to the eventual current status of the presidential election, which means almost 50% of the country believes in some way, shape, or form fraud led to right now Joe Biden being pre-presidential elect. Yeah. So, and that includes almost 89% of all registered Republicans and, uh, you know, Trump supporter base standing strong, in addition to his still 51% approval rating. So, I mean... it. I mean, there could be a positive that comes out of all of this. No matter the outcome, maybe we will unfuck our voting system and have something that. Dude, there has to be a revamp. How is it that, like, dude, remember, remember when online shopping was a thing at first? It's not a thing anymore. No, but remember when it started? You wouldn't. You oh, would. Yeah. People would go buy prepaid debit cards. Yeah, because they were scared they were going to get ripped. And off. I did that for years, up until probably like five years ago, where I would just go buy like debit cards, like. You think that that's secure? Like, even when you buy stuff online now, it's not the most secure thing. But no. are all of our voting is going to be computerized and counted so, in other so sometimes countries? Sometimes I use the vending machines at work, and I wake up the next day, and I have, like, uh, all of the $200 in yeah. spending from Haiti and all this other stuff. So I was listening to another podcast, and they were talking about— um, You could say names on here. Oh, it was Dan Crenshaw's podcast. Okay. I mean, Solid he's not dude. a bad guy. Yeah. I haven't seen him get out ahead of this whole thing as much as I'd like him to, which yeah. makes me believe that he's a little bit more establishment than he likes everybody to think. But he was talking about how, you know, as millennials, they want to do everything on their phone. So you want to vote on your phone, you want to get groceries on your phone, you want to whatever on your phone. And they were making the case of why it wouldn't work to vote with your phone. Exactly. And the issue is that with the insecurity of the Internet. Don't say that. These are the most secure elections ever. <laughs> with with the amount of, you know, fraudulent activity that happens on the internet, I'll be, you know, scammers, hackers, yada yada yada. The point was made that, yes, you could vote on your phone, but it's not like when you go to the liquor store and use your ATM card, and then you notice that seven hundred dollars is gone. Yeah. Like if you cast a vote, there's no way for you to confirm that your vote actually was delivered or what you intended was actually delivered because right. there's no there's nothing in hand on the other side to give you an alert yeah i mean i i'm going to take this back to where i was talking earlier when i said that you know i see my kids getting dumber with their math problems every day and this goes off the point nick made a couple of minutes ago where he was talking about i wish we could just federalize the elections or mainstream the elections i mean you guys got to remember in regards to having it both ways the simple math problems that even hopefully my kids could pass. I suck at math. Yeah. This is an easy one. It's republic does not equal sign voting. Yeah. And I mean, it's written into the Constitution that the states will have rights over their both local, state, and federal elections. And we need to figure out a way just to have better oversight of these things going on. So a lot of the inconsistencies that we had in the 2020 election. A, never happen again, and B, are, are hopefully, you know, rectified before uh, some of the dates, the remember dates coming up in regards to certifying those ballots and stuff. Uh, moving on, um, Wisconsin is starting to heat up as the Trump legal team will be heading there 
after Nevada, uh, either later this week or early next week. Um, that's where Donald Trump is looking to erase a 20-point deficit right now in regards to the original stand. And uh, there was a um, guy in, in uh, Michigan, I believe, who had a said she saw it's a witness from the hearings that they're having there right now and these are at the state level and she said she saw military ballot boxes that came in each box looked like they were filled with xerox copies uh of each other 100 percent for joe biden 100 percent of the military votes that came in in boxes that this woman saw um here are some of the uh cuts of the testimonies from people who were Actually, Michigan had a uh, hearing at their state Senate level, I think yesterday and today, or, or, or today and tomorrow. And here's some of the testimony from some of those uh, people who worked for the USPS. Clip seven. Not one of the military ballots was a registered voter. Um, and the ballots looked like they were all exactly the same Xerox copies of the ballot. They were all for Biden across the board. There wasn't a single Trump vote. And none of the the voters are registered. They had to manually enter the names and addresses and a birth date of 1-1-2020, which would override the system and allow them to enter non-registered voters, of which I saw several that day. Throughout the day, that's how they would override voters that were neither in the electronic poll book or the supplemental updated poll book. Thank you. There you go. And do we have access to those records? Is that one of the things that they're trying to wipe and get rid of now? Or Yeah, absolutely. Um so here we go with that Dominion IT staffer and her testimony during the Michigan hearings in which she explained she saw quite a bit of uh, what you would might refer to as anomalies. Malarkey. Yeah. To the Senate Oversight Committee. Hi, you have three you. minutes. Thank you. My name is Melissa Carone. I am a resident of Wayne County. It's always I have a background in out. IT and cybersecurity. I was contracted by PDS staffing to work with Dominion Voting Systems assisting with IT at the TCF Center. I started work at 6 a.m. on November 3rd and I worked until 5 a.m. on November 4th. I returned to work at 10 a.m. November 4th and worked until 2 p.m. November 4th. I was initially supposed to return um, return back to work around 4 but I was told via text through um, one of the other Dominion workers named Samuel, Samuel that um, I wasn't needed, that um, they were almost finished counting. Um, I wasn't going to mention this, being that it has been mentioned numerous times, I'm going to. I was initially supposed to be working. I was initially supposed to um, be working at the Department of Elections. Um, that was an order from Dominion Voting Systems. Um, they told me that I would be parking in a parking lot and I would be shuttled in through a shuttle. Um, I called my mother and I told my mother about this and my mom said, no, absolutely not. You're not doing that. Um, I also had a concern about that because I do have small, two small young children at home and I needed access to my vehicle. What I witnessed um, at the TCF Center was complete fraud the whole 27 hours I was there. Um, there was um, batches of ballots being ran through the tabulating machines. 
numerous times, um, being counted eight to 10 times. Uh, I watched this with my own eyes. I was there to assist with IT. Um, these people on night shift, I had four people on night shift that I've known. By these people, One she's of them speaking I've of known for Dominion over 20 staffers. years. Oh, she's not he being approached racist. me and said he had absolutely okay. zero training whatsoever, um, contradicting 100% what Daniel Baxter claims, that they had wow. so much training. He said they had zero. I watched. These people had no idea what they were doing. Okay. Um, also, the uh, adjudication process, I witnessed numerous people walking up, claiming they were both Democrats, saying they were going, they were sitting together, judging ballots all night together, all day together. I witnessed it all. I was on the main stage with all of the city officials. Daniel Baxter was in on the whole thing. And I am under the impression 100% that um, at least 90% of those workers were all in on this. There was not a single ballot the whole night, the whole 27 hours I was there that I saw that was for Donald Trump, not one. Not a single ballot. That is that is scary. That is there is no reason for that. Um, also, I'm going to say that there was something going on at that um, Department of Elections, and it's clearly um, something that's very um, illegal that occurred there. And I am grateful to God that I did not go there. Thank you. Wow. And there you go. I mean, that's not something that you're going to see on the news today or probably tomorrow or any time on any of the legacy media channels because it's being suppressed. That's yeah. someone who's testifying and that also, that to person, the state senate of Michigan. I'm going to judge her based on her looks. Okay. Does go. not seem like a staunch Trump supporter. No, I don't think that she is. Um, but that's someone who recognizes fraud when they see it. And I feel like, I mean, you could tell in her voice that she was sincere and, and almost and like angry and, and concerned. Disapp disappointed in the system. Or yeah. Also, where is she Imagine from? That. Yeah. That was a thick ass accent. Well, she she was working in Michigan. I was going to say maybe. Michigan, maybe Minnesota. Yeah. Maybe Minnesota. Those lines. So but they, that's crazy. Like, <clears throat> that's what I, that was, what I was saying earlier is that the Democrats and the people on the left and, you know, Bernie Sanders, who Bernie supporters who left that party to support Biden just because they don't like Trump. Those people are the ones who are going to look at that video and go, ah, she's lying. Yeah, of course. But it's like, there's evidence. And people were like willing to testify in court with the risk of being tried for perjury. And they're, they're literally risking their lives to testify and go, look, I don't support this guy, but at the end of the day, this is wrong. Because even if you support Biden to know that he's going to win or could win by Won't win. fraud, that should worry you. Well, yeah. That should worry you because you might not be on the same team in the next four years when the fraud swings a different way. Or Yeah, you know, what if it's you, your candidate? Well, look at it this yeah. way. Nobody eats themselves faster than the Democrats when shit goes south. Yeah. I mean, they, they, they just have a long documented history of true, look at true. what Barack Obama did to Hillary Clinton the first time. He ran for president. I mean, they had <laughs> destroyed. Built, yeah, built up Barack Obama to. Well, look at Biden and Harris. In the last six months of them just roasting each other, and then all of a sudden. No, oh, that was because we were in a debate. Yeah. It was a debate. It was a debate. I was just lying, you know, being untruthful. I, I'm, I'm speaking. Yeah. Shut yeah. up. Mike Pence should have told her to shut up. <laughs> that would have been awesome, so, Mike. You'll Pence. never know what it feels like to be vice president, bitch. If he just goes off, why don't you? Would you shut up, man? Yeah. <laughs> Shut up, man. 
Well, moving on. Wisconsin's starting to heat up. Uh, lawsuits are proceeding forward in regard to Dominion Software and everything re- related to them and Smartmatic and all their friends, uh, originally filed by Linwood and... Sydney Powell. Sydney Powell. Sydney Powell. She'll be on the podcast one day. Today, the uh, Rudy Giuliani-led Trump legal team officially filed their first lawsuits in Wisconsin, which... Wisconsin, which stated President Donald J. Trump's re-election campaign filed a lawsuit to the Wisconsin Supreme Court following the campaign's request to recount and uncover fraud and abuse that irrefutably altered the outcome of this election. Today's suit includes four distinct cases with clear evidence of unlawfulness, such as illegally altering absentee ballot envelopes, counting ballots that had no required application, overlooking unlawful claims of indefinite confinement, and holding illegal voting events called democracy in the park. These unlawful actions affected no less than approximately 221,000 ballots out of over 3 million ballots cast in Wisconsin. Trump's lead there is deficit. I'm sorry, his deficit there is, uh, I believe, 11? No, 20,000 votes. And they're looking to throw out as many as 221,000 in Wisconsin. And that's a formal lawsuit today filed by the Rudy Giuliani-led Trump legal team. Um, That'd be huge. Another news that broke out of Wisconsin uh, over the weekend, which attributes to this, um, President Trump is after the individual or individuals who voted illegally in Wisconsin. Uh, This morning, uh, it was revealed that there were 2,000 ballots who were all marked with the same initials, MLW. Um, You'd have to be an idiot if more, you're going to commit two, fraud. 2,000 of those were found during the recount. It's not known where the 1,000 of ballots in Wisconsin with those initials on them came from, uh, but there's another batch of them supposedly that have not been revealed yet. <laughs> You'd have to be an idiot if you're going to commit fraud and use your real initials. Yeah, and there's actually, I'm, I'm reading the article right now, there's pictures that have... You guys can see it there, oh, yeah. MLW, and yep. they're just pristine oh. stacks. Unfolded. Jeez. Unfolded. Uh, probably hot off the press. They don't give any information into the down-balloting, uh, but Donald Trump sure as hell tweeted about it. He said, the Wisconsin re- recount is not about finding mistakes in the count. It's about finding the people who voted illegally, and that case will be brought over the brought after the recount is over on Monday or Tuesday. Today is Tuesday, and the lawsuit was filed. It said, we found him many illegal votes. He's got an attachment of this picture. Stay tuned. So that's where we're at, um, you know, in regards to uh, Michigan moving forward. Or, I'm sorry, Wisconsin. And uh, looks like we're going to head into the, you know, even though Pennsylvania has been a little messy in regards to what's going on there and what this show is called, the pinnacle of what the Trump team needs to win in regards to overturning, reversing, or not certifying the results of these elections. Mm-hmm. The biggest shit show has been, from the beginning, Georgia. And yeah, we've from talked election about it night. At extent. Literally election night. Yeah, Trump had a ridiculous lead in Georgia. Um, he's got two rhinos in there at the governor, Kemp, and Raffensperger, the state secretary of state, who are turning out almost daily now to be bigger pieces of shit than we could ever have imagined. Uh, finally, a judge has stepped in over the weekend issuing a uh, freeze on all Dominion voting machines in Georgia. Good. And they're going to be liable to a forensic audit. Oh. The Honorable Judge Timothy C. Batten Sr. 
not Junior. <laughs> yeah, Junior. This is big boy stuff. Not the first bat. He issued yeah. a, he issued a stay <clears throat> order on Sunday uh, to be effective Monday to freeze all Dominion voting machines in the state of Georgia via Attorney Lynn Wood, who's working side by side with Sydney Powell. Sydney Powell. Sydney Powell. When all this is over, she's gonna come on the show just so you guys know. I would love to have Sydney Powell. On the show. Um. But they, they talked about uh, the defendants are ordered to maintain and status quo and are temporarily enjoined from wiping or resetting any of the voting machines in the state of Georgia until further notice per the court. So Annette Linwood officially tweeted that out. Uh, General Mike Flynn weighed in. Hashtag Team Kraken wins a major injunction. Judge Batten issues an order to freeze all Dominion voting machines in Georgia. Uh, he also goes on to say the devil may have gone down to Georgia, but it is the light that shines bright today. Amen to that. Um, yeah, what do you guys think? I mean, that's that's a huge thing. This could this could really add some uh, insight to what's going on with these Dominion voting systems, the Smartmatic technology, and all the it's other just... fucking patches and software. Here's the thing: they're facing a lot of backlash from Republicans in the state who are calling on the possibility of uh, what is it called when you don't go to something? Not striking. Like staying at home from the upcoming runoff elections, and uh, sitting out. Yeah, basically truancy. Not voting in regards to uh, being a bitch. Yeah, Loeffler and Purdue, who have upcoming runoff elections on January second. You know, Donald Trump and every other person under the sun who means anything to the Republican Party has come out and told them not to and let the legal process pan out. But anger in regards to uh, Governor Kemp and State Attorney General Raffensperger is really starting to boil over the top. Uh, there was an article this week talked about um, Colton Moore, who's a Georgia representative. He's asking for a special session to revoke Governor Kemp's emergency powers over the elections, the recounts, the audits, and the state certifications. Um, and let's just, let's just touch base on this real quick. Even though a lot of the governors um, in these states, you know, it is another thing that the legacy media tries to basically uh, disenfranchised and and make sad all of the Trump supporters when they say regardless of the legal proceedings the lawsuits being filed the hearings being held they're still talking about the governors most of them were Democratic Mm -hmm. in Georgia's case it's Republican are still certifying the votes Uh, at the end of the day that still may not matter because we've talked about what's going to happen after the votes are all certified and they go to the electoral college and it's not the governors who go to cast the electoral votes it's the um state representatives who go who are on behalf of each state that you know they're they're certifying those votes for so even though the governors basically what the governors do is they rubber stamp a total Hmm. so that's what basically certifying the vote is for instance in arizona the other day even though there was uh you know the governor there talked about not certifying the votes while the legal process was being played out. He literally certified the votes during the hearings in Arizona. And there is leaked footage, video from that. It's a tweet and it has two different uh, video files. The first one is him bragging about after he won election, talking with Donald Trump so much that he's changed Donald Trump's ringtone to his phone to hail the chief. (laughs) And then I believe it was yesterday when he was certifying the votes in Arizona at a hearing, 
uh, the leaked audio and video from that shows him in that session certifying the votes and hail to the chief on his phone ringing and him basically <laughs> declining the call. Oh, so, I mean, you're really getting to see who these supporters are and hopefully people that are all, I mean, Kemp and the, the governor from Arizona and all these other pieces of shit that aren't standing up, <clears throat> you know, for for what's right in this election. I hope they're all eventually voted out and, and you know, I don't want to say what you get what you deserve, but hopefully you, it's you not for, it. for a Democrat. Yeah. But, yeah, he's calling for the governor to be stripped of his powers in Georgia. Uh, Representative Colton Moore, basically in regards to, to certifying the state and, and, and picking the representatives that will go to the Electoral College. And, mm. you know, hopefully they will get there. In, in, in other news there, I think... Uh, hopefully nobody's buying a Maseratis yet. Right. Oh, man, that'd be sweet. One of the uh, Dominion voting machines, I know we keep bringing up that piece of crap, broke... In uh, Georgia during one of the manual recounts. And again, these recounts that are happening in Georgia right now is like one of the biggest compl- complaints that the Trump campaign's having throughout all of these states. There was some kind of recount in Michigan. There was a paid recount in Wisconsin. Cost mm-hmm. the Trump campaign almost $4 million. They're basically counting the same votes over. Yeah, and we talked about that last week that the recount is not going to divulge new information. We're well, not, that, we're not fighting for yes and no. I remember I was I, I wasn't here for that that part. And you did were you saying, listen? Yeah. So they're Good job. they're recounting the same votes that are already there. Right. However, if they're recounting ballots that have been read through multiple times, That's and there's true. actually somebody right. watching, and they're know, not going to get read six seven times. Digital forensically, yeah. you know, checking things that have been added throughout the you know thumb drive sure. nonsense. That was the only thing I. Yeah, and I, I and I, I actually agree with what you were saying, but I think one of the bigger fights is to not so much to nickel and dime these recounts, but there is evidence they could probably overturn certain you know recounts in certain states. But what our fight on a bigger scale is to prove that there's large scale fraud and to throw out mass amounts of these because the recounts in certain states, like you know, we would love to be able to like live stream that. And how awesome would that be for people? Live stream. They won't even fucking let people within 50 That's what I'm saying. Is for, how awesome would it be if it was like, hey, on C-SPAN, we're just going to live stream these counts. And if you have an objection, count. Obviously, that would never happen. But, you know, our fight is going to be on a bigger scale as far as <clears throat> letting the Trump legal team and all these guys that are empowered to fight this to prove that there's large-scale fraud. So the recount's great. I hope it would actually prove you know that we're right in the fact that there is anomalies and fraud but what well, just sucks that the people that are recounting it are have their own biases too yeah i mean how what other and election to, did you see keep catching people like nope that was that wasn't the run that wasn't the one yeah yeah and how many people during the night of the election were posting pictures you mean you saw this the media circulating images of people with biden harris masks on yeah we, we that were it. counting ballots. There were a like, couple with Batman masks, too. I saw oh, somebody with a Batman mask. Yes. <laughs> That's Vote for cool. me. Yeah. Where so, is she? So one of, one of the things, I saw an article in the Gateway Pundit yesterday, and they were pretty fair and balanced. Uh, you know, w- when they get stuff, they make sure they verify it with either audio, video, both. And uh, one of the guys from 8Q, who's uh, one of the governing boards that of the nerds who regulate the entire internet and know mm-hmm. everything, uh, username Ron at Code Monkey Z recently stepped down from his position at AQN to work with some Republican lawmakers in regards to sharing information that they've been able to 
gather over the course of the election, which included its inconsistencies. He tweeted out some videos from uh, a county in Georgia, Gwinnett County, where he saw workers who worked for Dominion um, using the Internet and USBs to pass information between workers. And it goes on to say a Dominion representative at Gwinnett County uh, at Election Central, responsible for tabulating the ballots and certifying the results, is downloading data to a USB from an election management server. Plug it in, he plugs it into a laptop, manipulates the data, and then palms the USB. He downloads the data from an electric election management server onto a USB, inserts it into the external laptop, manipulates the ballots, scans in the file explorer, ejects the USB, and palms it into his pocket. Uh, distracts the people nearby and then suspiciously walks out of the room. Um, I'm not going to play the audio. It's a two minute and 30 second clip. Uh, it's a tweet again at code monkey Z. This guy's got a lot of really good code monkey information. And this was, this is like one of the, he was on the governing board of directors figuratively, uh, the nerds who run the internet. I mean, Akun <laughs> and 4chan, you pretty much know. They put out a lot of bullshit and some very fiery memes. Yeah. But at the end of the day, when they want to really go they after somebody. They have power to do what they want to do. They can get into yeah. your fucking computer and watch exactly what you're doing when you're doing it. So, and he's got a corresponding video if you want to go look at the tweet. Yeah, that's him. And, uh, you know, I, like I said, he's one of the nerds that cover the internet. He looks exactly <laughs> like one. <laughs> so, but God bless him for coming out and... and going over there and you know spreading the good word when when people are catching these assholes doing the things that they're doing everybody knows they're doing it a lot of people don't want to talk about it but you know this show is going to wind up doing it uh moving on nevada and the uh, trump train both figuratively and literally will be rolling into nevada this week uh rudy giuliani jenna ellis and the team will be doing some of their uh hotel Tell all witness come forward at the David presentations, um, spectaculars over over a two day span in Nevada. Uh, before they could even get there, though, breaking news: a judge in Nevada has ordered Clark County officials to allow an inspection of the election equipment and sealed containers used in the 2020 election by 1 p.m. tomorrow. Yeah, Judge in Nevada has uh, basically agreed. Originally mentioned by Sidney Powell. Powell. That uh, they just won a discovery order in Nevada, and they retweeted the the results uh, at Sidney Powell one. When questioned by Sean Hannity about whether anyone has had the opportunity to forensically examine these Dominion machines, my co-counsel from the Flynn case, Mr. Bernal, just won a discovery order from the court in Nevada. He has done a great job for. America and on behalf of the Trump campaign. Come on. So that's what's coming out of Nevada right now. We don't really have too much news on it except the fact that it looks like we're finally ahead of the ball. I want to know where these machines are housed and like what kind of securities at these locations at well, the moment. Well, you and I saw over the weekend all of the uh, voting machines that were used in both the 2015 and 2017 elections in Venezuela owned by Dominion. <laughs> what happened to them? And housed in a warehouse burnt to the fucking ground. Was that, actually, was that actually recent or was that a long time ago? It was reported by the BBC over the weekend. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So hmm. they're forensically trying to do each bit. Why would they burn those? Well, they're trying to Hillary everything. That's why. Hmm. Control, so. alt, delete. Right? <clears throat> Select all backspace. I would have used a hammer. So <laughs> what does this all mean? 
it means nothing right as as of right now. A right. lot of the state senates are leaving for the year, which means even though things are going to happen in regards to these hearings, possible some litigations, maybe some Supreme Court, not rulings, but like when Justice Alito in Pennsylvania said, stop mm-hmm. fucking con- counting the ballots because we don't know what's going on with all this mail-in bullshit. You know, some of that stuff might, might happen between now and then. Let's look at some important dates moving forward, though. December 8th is when all the states certify their vote deadline is mm-hmm. okay which doesn't necessarily mean a lot of people in the legacy media will, will tell you that there are like end games of december 8th and december 14th when the electoral college convenes on capitol hill however anyone in the house and senate or any of the people chosen to send their votes to the electoral college any of those representatives can make an objection to anything mm. and it has to be heard okay and evidence could be provided and this that and the other thing and that takes us to January 6th when the Electoral College votes are certified, pending any kind of legal litigation. <laughs> and January 20th is obviously the presidential inauguration. So between now and January 6th, it's still a lot of time. We're not at December 6th yet, so we have about five weeks. Uh, everybody keeps saying they're hoping some of these things get to the Supreme Court. I personally feel, in the big scheme of things, Pennsylvania is the only thing. The Pennsylvania state legislative, the governor and the attorney general circumvented their state's constitution to change in the rules of mail, mail and ballot. That's how they handled the election. At a short notice and without the use of their House and Senate. Which at is the state level. Bullshit. So, it's an abuse of power. The Supreme Court of Pennsylvania threw out the case because they basically said, I don't disagree with you, but what you're doing is you fucking saw it, you waited, and when you got your knee skin... Now you want us to go back and yell at them. You should have done it back then. But some of the good part is some of the people that are presenting these cases on behalf of grassroots organizations and legal entities are presenting these cases saying they did not know to the scale of what it would have been. Which, again, it gets mumbled up in all that legal jargon. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's going to get taken to the Supreme Court. Uh, I believe Justice Alito sits on that circuit. If it gets to the whole Supreme Court, I mean... You just got to look at the numbers. Yeah. Amy Comey Barrett's going to vote with the Constitution. Alito's already knows there's something shitty going on there. You can only see his vote going in favor of the Trump campaign. That's yeah. two. Kavanaugh, serial gang rapist. <laughs> Regardless, that's three. Oh, he's loyal to the others, to our side for right. life. After and and our side is our side of the Constitution. It's not necessarily Donald Trump, even though he is kind of balled up into that. It's on behalf exactly. of the Constitution. You know, what is right? And then you have Clarence Thomas alleged super predator by Joe Biden when he was up for the Supreme Court. So now you're talking about at least four votes there. Hopefully one more out of the nine yeah. sides and it'll give a victory. Like I said, in my opinion, hopefully the opinion of this show, Pennsylvania could be the domino that puts into effect. Which would be epic. The way I look at it now, you take Pennsylvania out of the equa- equation, that's minus 20. Arizona, that's minus 11. There's a lot of inconsistencies going there. Georgia's too hard to say right now because they got so much fucking shit going on down there. Georgia's had fuckery since, like, day one. And and I think the Republicans are so knee-deep in shit. You know, it was revealed over the weekend that there was a no-bid contract for Dominion that cost hundreds of millions of dollars. And they went ahead and gave it to them, which means their pockets are being lined with lobbyist money. I I think they don't want to lose their jobs, and that's not why they're not, you know... um, Siding with the president. And then Nevada. So Pennsylvania, 20. Arizona, 11. Nevada, 6. Joe Biden, 269. And that's all you need. We, we've talked about it from maybe the week after the election show that Joe, Donald Trump no longer needs to achieve 
270 electoral college votes. He needs Joe Biden under 270 so that when they go to the House of Representatives, the Republican majority there, based on states, not representatives, will have one each. And it will be by January 6th, 29 to 22 Republicans. And, and like we said last week, just to encourage the fellow conservatives who listen to the show that there's still hope. Nobody's given up. Trump definitely hasn't given up. His legal team is in full effect. I'm I'm sure they're working countless hours every day. It's not a lost cause, which a lot of people have given up on this fight, and I can see it on social media. You see it on the mainstream news. You see it on Fox. You even see it at the federal government level. I mean, the FBI and the DOJ have done nothing. There was a tweet today by Marshall Cohen, who's kind of a you know, conservative pundit, and calls people on their shit. And he tweeted this afternoon, Bill Barr, lying in June, quote, a foreign country could print up tens of thousands of counterfeit ballots and be very hard for us to detect. Mm-hmm. Bill Barr, today, press release, we have not seen fraud on a scale that could affect the different outcome of the election. Oh, what the fuck? What? Yeah, exactly. News. So, <laughs> I wish it was true. So, I mean, it's just, it's, it's terrible. And then there was a report today, uh, SEC filings, the parent company of Dominion Voting Systems received $400 million from an investment <laughs> bank in Switzerland that is 75% owned by the Chinese government. UBS Securities is a Swiss investment bank that owns 24.99% of UBS Securities company, LTD, a Chinese investment bank. The remaining 75% of UBS Securities uh, is owned by the Chinese government, states the report. A PDF document confirming... The above details, which was later tweeted by Lynn Wood, who works alongside Sidney Powell, were provided with Austin Security and Investigative Solutions. PDS documents confirming the above details were provided by the Austin Security and Investigation Solutions. And this is Disclosed TV reporting. And it gives you a link to the uh, documents. And I just think, you know, we're, we're running up against everything here. And uh, you, you just got to remember the numbers. Go back to election night. We, yeah. we, we talk and break down a lot of stuff that's going on right now. And there's been a lot of time since the election. Um, bellwether counties. Bellwether counties are best defined by counties who have the pulse of the nation. Bellwether counties traditionally go in the way that the election is going to go. Donald Trump, 18 of 19 bellwether counties. Yeah. That's number one. Bellwether states. Donald Trump, three of three. Yeah. Amount of counties won. Joe Biden was at an all-time low for this election. He... Won less counties than Barack Obama's second one, which was an all-time low for Democrats. I believe it was minus 547. Donald Trump won over over 3,000. I just don't know how people can't see this. Right? And, and it's just the numbers are, are so off the charts. And then we go back to election night at 1 o'clock <laughs> in the fucking morning, Eastern Time. Pennsylvania, plus 16 with 65% in. Michigan, plus 10 with 60% in. Georgia, plus 8 with 83% in. Wisconsin, plus 5 with 82% in. And this is after Arizona was called, and their election total is only like 10,000 plus Biden right now. So those numbers alone. With the fraud. Yeah. Like, that's still, God, frustrating. Excuse me. Late breaking, right before the show started, there was an article from the Washington Examiner. Uh, the Postal Service labeled Trump mail undeliverable. Whistleblowers coming forward saying that up to 388,000 ballots backdated disappeared from delivery centers. What the? It's a short article. I'm going to read it. This is from Paul Bedard. 
Several whistleblowers on Tuesday cast new uncertainty on the 2020 election process, claiming up to 288,000 ballots disappeared and another 100,000 were improperly backdated, which invalidated them and mail at the mail promoting and mail promoting President Trump was junked while Joe Biden was delivered. In the most extraordinary report, a U.S. Postal Service contractor said his trailer full of anywhere between 144,000 and 288,000 completed mail-in ballots, which he drove between New York and Pennsylvania, disappeared after he delivered to a Lan Lancaster, Pennsylvania depot. Another claim that the ballots were backdated by postal workers and in Traverse City, Michigan, Trump campaign mail was put in bins labeled labeled undeliverable bulk business mail while the same types of mail for joe biden was ordered to be delivered on time i've heard about that multiple times too yeah this is this is coming forward today and, and apparently some of these people have just just gotten fed up like we have on this sh show and and are, and are coming forward i i saw that there was a uh, there was a brief uh video in regards to it and and i think i have some pulled audio let me see if i can pull it up right now so here we go an election whistleblower comes forward Hundreds of election whistleblowers come forward, but this is directly um, giving evidence about these hundreds of thousands of ballots that left depots in Virginia, how they were labeled, and what happened to their cargo. Here we go. We'll call clip 17. We have been intaking a lot of whistleblowers. They are brave people who seek nothing but to provide you the truth, and that's what we're all seeking here. So, again, I'm grateful to Attorney General Klein for the benefit and privilege of doing this. And I think that's what we're all trying to do here today is get to the truth. I'm going to outline some of the issues which makes Jesse's story so peculiar and so troubling regarding what we now know to be fact. Uh, Jesse's one of those unsung, invisible heroes who works in the dead of the night that makes our lives better. Uh, as he said, he has nothing to gain here but everything to lose. And that's why it's important that we listen to him so the first question we should all ask is, where's Jesse's trailer? Where is it? Where'd it go? What was the route it took after it left? I think it's a reasonable question. One Sitting that I think wants any reasonable American mm -hmm. who's curious about 24 pallets of ballots, where they went. So um, we have a number of teams supporting the Armistad effort, one of them is uh, my own London Center intelligence team. They did the estimate of ballots. So, so just so you all understand what we're talking about. He's showing an example of what density, one of these on, large ballot collecting boxes look depending like. Depending on the trays. And again, this leads back to Greg's story, seeing these ballots showing up in the counting rooms in the middle of the night. That's the pointy end of the spear. We trace it back through all the different machinations to Jesse, to his mass transportation of these things. And I can tell you, other investigations that are now ongoing with our field elements are developing the next set of leads. It doesn't stop at Beth Page. It only begins there. And as Phil said, all investigations start with questions. We have additional questions we're now going to answer. But the so there you go. I mean, he's basically giving insight into to some of the stuff that some of the people who works for the U.S. Postal Service has alleged that these ballots and ballot containers and pallets of ballots and how they're marked were loaded on the trucks that they've drived and they drove their trucks to their destinations over the, you know, the course of the country from some of the depots like in Virginia, like this one's alleging, and they've made stops in New York, Pennsylvania, 
Michigan, some of those states just sound the same uh, over and over again every single week in regards to where we're having the hugest inconsistencies here in regards to the election. And we really need to uh, have these people continue to come forward and, and, you know, to do their job. So I think that uh, it's, it's a developing story right now. And I think it's one that, uh, you know, is going to be looked at more over the, the course of the last couple of days. So one other thing I want to touch in, and I'll kind of lead in with this. Things sound weird right now. Donald mm-hmm. Trump's on TV often, whether he's cell phone calling into these hearings mm-hmm. or he's doing interviews on Fox Business Sunday morning or he's out golfing. Uh, he's firing people. He's appointing people. He's pardoning people. It looks like he's just going on connecting presidential business. Joe Biden, on the other hand, has gone completely absent from the media and over the course of the weekend reportedly fractured his ankle fucking around with his dog. I think he fell down the stairs. You are fake news. Yeah, I don't know. He probably had a brain hemorrhage. Me, who's a little bit more of a conspiracy theorist. <clears throat> let, it, let it rip. Well, you guys are going to have our time believing this, but over the weekend, and I know less viewers tune in on Sunday night, but... CNN did an article and and a story about how Donald Trump has greater paths to victory right now during or besides than Joe Biden does. CNN did that. CNN. Plot twist. Yep. What the heck? And right now they basically said they were on on DMT. (laughs) (laughs) They were on shrooms. They must love CBD oils. They probably all listen to Joe Rogan too. What are they going to do if he doesn't Get it over the finish line here. They're gonna have no careers left. Oh my god! Who are they gonna him? comply about? Oh, it'll be just another four years of them. Don't they realize that they're getting fucking major taxes and more foreign wars if they get Joe Biden? No, because a lot of them probably have side Stocks, corporations that are nonprofits that they bleed into that don't pay dividends. You know, yeah, it's yeah. So anyways, they, they did a segment, and they outlined that Donald Trump has 13 potential bats past the victory, while at the moment, Joe Biden only has 10. And they basically said, see, this is the great part about this show, because you guys add a lot of great color commentary. You guys have really strong opinions and convictions, but I go out and I do my fucking homework, and I've been really trying to go to the deepest, darkest parts of the web to find out what's really fucking going on for the last couple of weeks. <laughs> The dark web. You get what, get you, there. <laughs> no, you want to know what? Because what happens though is we get off the show sometimes, and I'll go home, and over the course of the next couple of days, I'll see people like last week we'd finished our show, and I don't remember what the segment was about. <laughs> I was in my kitchen finishing dinner, and Dinesh D'Souza was on one of the was on a segment on Newsmax and talking he was about talk, some shit that we just talked that about. we just talked about, yeah. but it was the first time that it was going to be on television. He's now, listening to our podcast, right? Exactly. <laughs> Imagine <laughs> we, we're watching Newsmax. And um, Steak for Breakfast had uh, broke this earlier in the evening. Dude, believe me, I'm commenting our, our oh, podcast man. and all of their comment sections, too, just open. <laughs> Please, sir, can I have a click? Yeah. Just yeah. one more. One like and follow. Um, but anyway, CNN did this segment. And, uh, you know, th- they said the things that we've been talking about for now, probably the last three, but at least two weeks, that regardless of what happens... With the vote totals, popular vote, but regardless of what happens with the governors certifying the elections, mm-hmm. Donald Trump has nothing to do but abide by the Constitution by allowing the elected representatives to either not give Joe Biden the votes mm-hmm. or refuse to give the votes yeah. or give Donald Trump their votes. And he could just sit back and enjoy the the lavish luxuries of the Constitution and win the um, 
the presidential election. I have an audio clip of part of that segment, and here it is, we'll call 20. That could enable Trump to stay in office without actually winning the This vote. is Fareed Zachariah, one the of, of CNN's most is complicated because it was not designed to be directly democratic. The Constitution calls for states to choose the presidential electors who in turn gather to vote for the president. Over time, states have passed laws that ensured their state's popular vote for the presidency would determine the electors. But those are laws, not a constitutional obligation. Now, imagine the scenario during election week. Trump is leading on November 3rd, but Joe Biden pulls ahead in the days following. Republicans file objections to tens of thousands of mail-in ballots. Wrong. file countersuits, taking account of the confusion. Legislators decide to choose the electors themselves. Here's the worry. Of the nine swing states, eight have Republican legislatures. I'm not worried. If one or this more sounds, sounds like a segment from our show over the last month, just with a terrible accent. <laughs> they could send what they regard as the legitimate slate of electors, which would be Republicans. Democrats may object and file lawsuits. In some of those states, Democratic governors or secretaries of state could send their own slates of electors to Washington. That would add to the confusion, but that might well be part of the Republican plan. Because you see, when Congress convenes on January 6th to tally the electors' votes, there would be challenges to the legitimacy of some electors. It's possible congressional Republicans could decide the disputed states should it's simply hopeful. not be counted. <laughs> it's Suppose in this scenario, Michigan's votes are invalidated. That would ensure that neither candidate would get to 270 electoral votes. Hmm. At that point, the Constitution clearly directs that clearly. the House of Representatives vote to determine the presidential election. But it does so with each state casting a single ballot. If the current numbers hold, there would be 26 state delegations <laughs> that are Republican and 23 Democratic mm. with one tie. So the outcome would be to re-elect Donald Trump. Trump doesn't need to do anything other than to simply accept this outcome, which is constitutional. Boom. And there, and there you go. I mean, we've, we've been saying it for weeks. It's called the contingent election. And I think the last time it happened was 1894. So it'll be definitely a TBT or TB whatever day of the week it is. It's going to be a freak out. Yeah, but... but Listen, do you think the legacy media is starting to condition their viewers for a possible outcome that oh, yeah. doesn't they involve should. Joe? I mean, Joe Biden is basically off the radar now. They said he's going to be wearing that boot for multiple weeks. Wrong. Do I hope, <laughs> do I hope, in the deepest of deep state conspiracies, that it's an ankle bracelet? <laughs> how, come all, how come they all end up with boots? Hillary, right? Hillary Black Hillary guys and boots, boot. all of them. I mean, these people say that some of these internet conspiracy guys are crazy because... One of the uh, side effects of, of drinking children's blood is black eyes and swollen hands, and, and then they all make them on But then they all come out with black eyes because they fell on the stairs and boots because they were playing with their dogs. I think it's just, you know, one of those things. Okay, one more thing I want to touch on. People have said, Lynn Wood has actually tweeted, and he's one of the, he's a pretty upstanding, you know, uh, high up there ranking lawyer that would... Sidney Powell mentioned it already. Sidney Powell. Sidney Powell. About the servers that may or may have not been seized in Germany over the last week. That was where a lot of the analytical data and shenanigans from the election were sent to in Germany. I thought it was supposed to be on the internet. Right? 
But we all know it is because now we have Doc's video of people literally going on the internet and fucking with these machines. Yeah. One machine crashed downloading shit from the internet, and another one, you know, <laughs> that guy from, from A-Tune docks that guy who is uploading shit onto it and changing votes and then pulling the USB strip and taking off with it. Maybe it was TikTok videos. Right? Maybe it was Netflix buffering on the background. So Donald Trump looking stronger as ever in regards to FaceTime, talk time, tweet time, interview time. Joe Biden scaling it back now for the holidays with the, with the broken foot slash ankle monitor. Can't scale Apparently. it back much more. <sighs> Apparently. Unless he dies. <gasps> Are you opening the door for a, tr- for a Biden clone? Don't, don't open that rabbit hole because we'll dive into that. Don't do that. Please hit the Alex Jones button. <laughs> like I'm putting chemicals in the water that turn the friggin' frogs gay. You just open a can of worms. That we'll, <laughs> we'll save that for next week. But oh, We want to thank all of our sponsors for allowing us to uh, give our listeners discount codes. Mm-hmm. In addition to the ones that we already mentioned. Hey, if you like firearms, parts, and accessories. Oh. Mike over at West Coast Survival Arms is your man. Even though he's been serving San Diego County for over a decade, Mike services all of the internet. He's on Facebook at West Coast Survival Arms. He's uh, listed at 619-870-6992 on your cellular device. And you can even ask him some questions on info at westcoastsurvivalarms.com. Anything, guns, ammo, whatever else there is besides guns and ammo. He's probably got a good leg on like current gun laws in California, California. And all over the country, yeah, he's always got... A, there's not a boot on it. Yeah, he got great huh. deals. He has the ability to take care of your droves, and he does not wear an ankle monitor. That's clutch. So Jones, remember, clutch. West Coast Survival Arms for all of your firearms, firearms parts, needs, and accessories. Um, where, for, could, where could you for your bang stick? Where could you possibly find us if you were to research us on social media? How about the podcast? Instagram, hmm. steak for breakfast podcast on okay. Instagram. So that's our IG handle, and we we have a lot of dank memes, as right? the kids would say. And, yes. and I will be I will be actually giving credit to some of the people whose screenshots and mentions I put into our daily story on next week. I'll, I'll do our top five biggest there we go people I steal memes from. Ah, good. Now, I'll probably be in there as well because I, I make a few of them. You do make quite so, a few dank Steak ones. for Breakfast podcast on IG. You can follow me on Parlor at Roan, R-O-N-E, Torres77. I'm a Instagram. I think my handle's like Nomad Chief. That was a clothing brand I was doing years ago. I never changed it. It's on there. You'll find it. Also on Parlor, Nick P., I think is what I'm at. I have like seven followers, so. I thought you were Nick Pern. That's it. N I C P E R N. It's really, I'm trying, dude. I try. You know, there's night. a reason why we don't have a lot of traffic weekly. It's because of baseball. <laughs> you can also find us on iTunes, right? iTunes, Steak for Breakfast Podcast, mm-hmm. also Spotify. Don't um, type in hashtag Steak for Breakfast Podcast. <laughs> we aren't trending anywhere yet, but we will someday. We can. You can so, type it in. Yeah. Maybe it'll trend. If you follow any major conservative pundit, uh, government official or thing along that nature on social media, you may or may not see me commenting in the comment sections <laughs> and posting our podcast. Spamming. Yeah, I, exactly. definitely, I definitely start so, a mess in Fox 5 San Diego local page. I'm not talking about shit posting. I'm talking about... Oh, I, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, well, one thing before we close, if you do listen, which we know that we're tracking you, we, we've seen it on our statistics, like and comment whether you're on Spotify or, or, a podca- or a Apple Podcasts. Um, you don't have to comment on the, the actual, but if you send a rate, you don't have to review it, but it helps us get um, 
more more, ad- more views and then opens the door for more advertising. So if you're one of the people that is reg- listening regularly, you know us personally and you're a friend that's listening, um, drop a review if you can, um, but also just rate it because some douchebag rate us at like three stars and it dropped our rating to 4.5. Mother yeah. fucker. We will find you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> We'll what care. what part of the show don't you like? And he must have been riding for Biden. Yeah, exactly. He must, he must have randomly found their podcast and goes, "Oh, this dumpster." I thought fire. this was a cooking show. <laughs> yeah. Um, but for if, if you're there, a regular, first of all, there's no staking. God damn it! It's not breakfast time yeah. either. That name came up because I eat steak for breakfast pretty regularly, and that was a random just name that I. I came up with But if you're a regular listener I like it And hopefully when we get Bought out by the blaze We'll sell it Yeah We will not sell it But we'll keep the name We will <laughs> Trademark it Exactly um, But for If you're a listener um, Spread the news Because um, We're getting a lot of sponsors And we're actually getting Some cool um, Possible guests lined up To come on with us um, We'll have more Kind of an uh, idea In the future In the next couple of weeks But if you like us Rate, review it, it truly does help because that opens the door for advertisements and our advertisements we don't make money off of them yet it's really discount codes for products that we think you guys would like um, it's not about the money right now yeah it's not about the money period we're definitely not I, make, yeah. we're not making any money yeah, right now what truth. we're doing is we're getting podcast sponsors to hook us up with discount codes for you guys so right now um, you know we got gun stuff and uh, barbecue stuff which is two things that I love I love both those things so, if you want more stuff, then like, review, share. Don't be ashamed. I know that um, we're a little, possibly, I guess we could be deemed controversial. I would call us just conservative with a period. If you're a snowflake. Yeah. Um, but if you're a snowflake, you're probably not listening to us unless you're that one douchebag who gave us like a three-star rating. <laughs> if you made it this <laughs> I'm going to find that guy. Your listenership only does one thing. It helps expand this show. So, we will yeah. eventually be able to uh, expand our equipment, our horizons, maybe even even do it more than once a week. That'd be epic. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd love to do that. Also, if you're a hacker... Maybe even indoors. If you're a hacker and you can hack stuff... We don't endorse you, however. However, help us find the douchebag that raises us three stars. <laughs> what's, what's that movie where at the end of... Oh, no, it's uh, Jane, Simon, Bob, with the one where they, they <laughs> try to stop their own movie from getting made, and oh. the after credits is them going to everybody's house and giving shitty reviews on uh, the internet. Gosh. Yeah. I, I was looking through and I was like it was like all five star reviews and I was like man that's awesome and then one three star and I was like mother who did that who are yeah, you five listeners and one game three stars son of a- uh, probably because of the uh, production quality exactly well, it's probably because my dog likes to hump stuff but until next week stay correct this podcast we will see you guys next Monday or Tuesday depending on our schedules thanks for tuning in bye